0: Bullying was the dark cloud over my head. The voices of the kids who bullied me were the raindrops that flooded my day. And their hateful glares were the lightning bolts that I tried my best to dodge. I didn't realize how much bullying had taken over my life until my family and I moved across the country at the end of eighth grade. I realized how much I had been suffering, but I also realized how strong I was. I started writing poems, screenplays, and stories. I put all of my pain into my work. I had finally found this incredible outlet. And through this outlet, I found my first mission in life. I knew that there were millions of kids all over the world suffering in silence from bullying. In my sleep, I could feel their fear, their helplessness, and their pain. I dreamed of a way that I could help them and show them that they weren't alone in their battle. One day, I realized that I had to create a little yet powerful survival guide that any kid could use when he or she was being bullied in the gym, the cafeteria, the locker room, the classroom, the hallways, anywhere. A guide that could help any kid dry their tears and put a smile on their face. A guide that could convince a kid to come out of the bathroom stall that they had locked themselves into and see the flickering light at the end of the tunnel. A guide that could be a roadmap, a flashlight, or a friend. So here it is. This book is my gift to you. The advice is based on all of my experiences throughout the many years I was bullied, and conversations with parents, teachers, and other victims of bullying. I also collaborated with mental health professionals. Welcome to my book and your new beginning. My story. Eight years old, I arrived, in front of this cluster of stone buildings, ready to thrive, feeling so alive, not knowing that this place would be my fight to survive. At nine, I tried to be myself, to dress to impress only myself, to write to feel alive. But I was beaten down for just trying to be me. At ten I tried to fit in, knowing that it had been hell. I felt like I was trapped in a cell, so I dressed the same to fit into their game. But my soul had a name, and it wasn't the same as the other players in the game. At 11, I kept quiet. I couldn't take my internal riot. I needed an escape, but I was trapped in this game of words and pain, and my writing had taken flight. It even got away from the game. But I had to stay. It wasn't my turn to run away. At 12, I craved friends and fame. I dreamed of being in movies where you could escape, shift shape into different lives and never need to arrive back into your first life but I was told I would never be anything more than debris. I was bullied for my desire to act and retreated out to sea, but I was holding a pirate key. In dreams or in reality, I needed one thing to hold on to, and that was me. At 13, I was feeling the darkness creep into my dreams. I was scared of losing myself in their hateful glares and disgusting comments about my beauty and body. Soon food started to taste like their stares, and I would walk around looking down at myself, running from the darkness, creeping behind. At 14, my day had come to run away, and it truly was a freeing day. I ran to the place where movies were made, hoping it would be a band-aid.